eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. Hey, Pats fans, have you heard? Your favorite football team is about to forgo back to the Super Bowl. That's right. I, Andy Harted, the intro to today's program uh, as he walks out of frame. <laughs> I needed that laugh. I apologize for nothing. Yes, the New England Patriots at the tail end of Monday, July 25th, signed two more players to round up the roster to 90. Have you heard? They signed a receiver. <laughs> have you heard? <laughs> See, that's what I said at the start, too. I know. Yeah, okay. We doubled up on the You play my side of the street. Hey, listen, uh, we we can all rock the puns, especially at a time of great frustration and consternation in Patriot Nation because you can say, oh, look, the Patriots, hey, they got a fancy new receiver. Yeah, it's not DeAndre Hopkins. It's a former Baylor University and 49er Jalen Hurd. Andy, apparently Bill Belichick has decided that stocking up on underperforming Baylor receivers and former Naval Academy special teamers is the key back to the ship. And I don't necessarily agree, but that's okay. One thing I do agree with is that it's time to start breaking Boston for Tuesday, July 25th, excuse me, 2023. Training camp 2023 starts tomorrow. I'll be there. Andy Hart will be there. Our beat writer, Mike Catholic, will be there with the best coverage in all of Boston and Patriots Nation. And today we thought we would kick things off and lead you into camp with a little bit of a most positive and most negative storylines heading into camp 2023. Andy and I have rallied up a couple storylines we feel uh, will be the buzz of Pats Nation and in and amongst the media, the Pats fans and more as camp kicks off. So, Andy, we uh, yesterday had a fantastic podcast with Ross Tucker previewing Patriots Camp 2023. Uh, we seem to both be more positive than usual. You yourself have even said now, embrace the positivity. Now is the time to feel as though anything is possible, which is 
amazing. And I, and I, I think we'd all love to ride that wave. So why don't we start with what you feel could be one of the more positive storylines for Pat's Camp 23 as things are about to kick off in Foxborough? Okay, first of all, the best part of reporting day as a reporter is you don't have to do the conditioning run like the players do. And we all heard the stories over the years. And uh, I even remember it from the old high school and uh, college days because everybody does it. You know, whether it's 1225s or 650s or the Patriot way of, I think it's 10 40 yard sprints, but un- at a certain percentage of your 40 yard fastest time, it's tremendous. And I even saw the McCordy twins. Uh, on Twitter joking about the best part of reporting day is remembering you're retired and summer's not actually over and you don't have to go anymore. (laughs) Um, So no, this should be a time of hope. And I think there is no greater hope, no greater Mm -hmm. hopeful storyline than the question or sort of uh, extrapolation upon how good the pairing of Bill O'Brien and Mac Jones can be. There is certainly a very realistic expectation actually be stunning. If it weren't, you're going to be significantly better in the pairing between the offensive coordinator and the quarterback. than you were a year ago. We all know what happened, Matt, Patricia, you are what you are, what you did with Mac Jones was what it was. That's behind us. That's like that Tom Brady picture on my wall, appropriately a Tom Brady picture behind me on the wall in the rear view, right? Which all of us can't seem to possibly do these days because it- even as Ross Tucker busted our footballs yesterday is like, yeah, you guys call this podcast six rings. huh? How much longer are we going to do this for? Wow. The answer is until this team improves markedly or gets back on the winning track a long time. Ross. And the reason a-, a long time for hope is Bill O'Brien, who, you know, we've talked about it a little bit on the six rings podcast and probably dabbled in it here. You know, some of the lists, random lists that come out in the summer is Bill O'Brien, the third best offensive coordinator in the NFL. Where does he rank? Well, guess what? He's in that conversation of whatever you want to list, top five, the experience, the knowledge, the working with different quarterbacks, been a head coach. All of that is joining forces with whatever you think Mac Jones is. And this isn't a discussion of Mac Jones' talent. He's going to be better. He's going to have better coaching. We're going to see it from Wednesday morning when they don't even have pads on yet in the first practice, straight through preseason, joint practices, and into the regular season. I don't know if it's good enough to be a playoff team. I don't know if it's good enough for Mac to be wherever you want him to be, top 12 quarterback, top 10 quarterback. I don't care. They're going to be better in terms of the coordination of the offense, and you should enjoy that as a Patriots fan because you need to be good offensively to win. You cannot have your quarterback MFing and STFUing and whatever other (laughs) bad words he was using towards his coaching last year. That is all gone, and thankfully, Bill O'Brien has arrived. Uh, He he was also... TQGFSing. That would be the quick game effing sucks. Well, that's true too. All of that those was, are gone. All that of those was on are gone. T that was on TNF for anyone else who yep. needs another acronym. <laughs> all of those are gone. It's all hope with the coordinator and the quarterback. And, and dare I say, Andy, if for any Patriots fan who just became so completely perplexed by the offensive dysfunction of last season, you really haven't seen the Patriots put on a dynamic offensive performance since January 2nd, 2022. And that was against the lowly Daryl Bevel interim coach Jacksonville Jaguars, the last win of the 2021 season. They lit that team up. That was a Christian Wilkerson three touchdown day. Oh, they finally found Max no deep threat, dude. No, they didn't. 
he was just good enough to beat the horrendous coverage of everybody who was either already in the Caymans and Turks and Caicos or on the golf course in their mind as well. It's been that long. So even just seeing them get out there, crisp roots, backs uh, popping open, a third down receiver. Holy smokes. Juju, look at that yak attack. Tyquan Thornton, he isn't broken again yet, and he fast. How about that? I think Pats fans will convince themselves that this offense, that they have enough weapons, which people say they must believe inside the walls of one Patriot place. I agree with you. That could definitely be the most positive storyline. The other one, I'll go to the other side of the ball, the other side of the street where I don't usually traffic, that's kind of more your lane. I'm jumping in your lane. I'll say that the most positive storyline will be New England defense carries team. The Patriots defense is going to be trouble for everyone in the 2023 season. Whether the offense is slightly better, markedly better, or significantly better, considering the teams they're going to have to play twice in their own division and throughout the entire steroid-addled, turbocharged, jacked-up, C4-drinking AFC, you're going to need a defense to save your ass, save your bacon, and save the day. And if Bill Belichick's defense starts with the baseline of their solid performance in 2022, and thanks to the additions of Keon White and Christian Gonzalez, and Marte Mapu, and then an improved Jabril Peppers and contract year Josh Uche and Kyle Duggar, watch out. This could be a nasty, nasty defense that has bones, that has swagger, that has attitude, that has teeth, and has the ability to be mentioned on the regular throughout NFL media and beyond. And maybe, just maybe, Pats fans will realize the offense will do the best they can do, but they're going to have to embrace the anger and the punch and the power of this defense to get to where they want to go. And that's back to the playoffs. Uh, I agree with you 100%. I love the and, – and it may be too hopeful, but again, I tell you, late July is time for hope. I love the hopefulness that Jabril Peppers has talked about, and I agree with him. The versatility of this defense, and you know I've been talking about this for months and months on end, the athletes, oh. the rotation, the personnel. Are we going to say positionless defense so I can take no. my first shot of the day? Nope, nope. Well, mm, I got my questions as to whether it's the first, but we'll, <laughs> we'll move on from that. Um and, and they're going to be challenged, and they're going to be sort of like the team itself. I think the defense could be significantly better, and maybe the numbers don't marry up because if you play well against Jalen Hurts and Aaron Rodgers and Josh, like the numbers may not look as impressive as they have in other years when they dominated lesser competition. Mm-hmm. But I also, the key point, our two storylines, I would also like to remind fans, our two storylines are going to cross paths over the next few weeks and month, and therefore – when you're talking about the struggles of the offense, maybe on a Tuesday or a Wednesday at Gillette, remember they're struggling, as Joe Namath would say, against a really good defense. So this competition that will happen mm-hmm. over the next couple of weeks, if the offense is struggling, maybe do what Andy always does and take an optimistic tone. Yell and at say, someone? No. Well, that's true, too. If the offense is struggling, the defense is playing well on the practice field behind Gillette Stadium. So these two keep that fresh in mind when you're comparing these uh, these storylines. There'll be a coalescing of the two. There'll be there'll be some intermingling or as uh, I believe it was former Saints and now current Broncos head coach Sean Payton used to say iron sharpens iron. So maybe the best thing for the New England Patriots offense is having to go up against and into the teeth of a potentially improved and nasty Patriots defense. Does iron really sharpen iron? If two swords clang, don't they both get duller? You, I, I believe that the, that's the case. I'm not sure where iron sharpens iron came Bible. from. Is that it's biblical? Is that, no, 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 it's is biblical. It, 
Right. He was the one who just used to trot it out so much. Yeah, well, and Brandon Cooks loved it as a biblical guy. But just, mm-hmm. you know, me being the a-hole that says word, words have meaning, if two swords clang together, I think they both get duller each and every time. The they swords, are, swords are usually made of steel. If you're carrying an iron oh, really? sword. Yeah. Uh, okay. The phrase iron sharpens iron is found in Proverbs 27, 17. As iron See? sharpens iron, so, so one man sharpens another. Hmm. Why do, why do you weird. need iron to sharp? Iron sharpening iron from a practical standpoint means there is a tremendous benefit to rubbing blades together, forging them. Excuse me? Making the edges. Sh- uh, all right. <laughs> We're not going to do any more touching swords. Stick to talk here. Boss. <laughs> Back in our lanes. Okay. So there are the positive storylines we're looking to see take place on the field at Gillette Stadium that we believe will be uh, your top takeaways from Camp 2023. Unfortunately, for every positive, there has to be a negative. For every high, there needs to be a low. For the black, there needs to be the white so that we can live and traffic in the gray. So, Andy, what do you believe could potentially be the most unfortunate and negative storyline of Pat's Camp 2023? The lack of depth and what I like to refer to as house of cards nature, that is the cornerback and tackle positions, I think both positions, and by the way, both positions, I think most people would put in the top five most important positions for NFL teams, top six most important positions in NFL teams, it's a passing league, Mm -hmm. you need to protect the passer, and you need to be able to stop the pass. There is certainly pre-camp reason for hope at both cornerback and tackle. If Trent Brown is, as we talked about yesterday on the Six Rings podcast, engaged and ready to play and in shape and holds down left tackle, okay, now we have Fitzy's bum fight at right tackle, but I like a bum (laughs) fight at one position. The hobo rumble. Get ready, baby. (laughs) If that takes place, then okay, maybe you can find a right tackle from McDermott or Calvin Anderson or one of those guys, City Sow, whatever. But if Trent Brown isn't good, isn't in the mix, that whole tackle, both sides could fall apart. And cornerback is the same thing. I think if they are perfectly healthy and not incarcerated and you have Christian Gonzalez at one corner, Jack Jones at the other, Jonathan Jones in the slot or in the second corner spot, whatever, I think Mm -hmm. you can piece that together. But if Christian Gonzalez isn't ready to play, if Jack Jones isn't allowed to play, and if, if you have to lean too heavily on Jonathan Jones, I think there's a lack of depth there that could get exposed right out the gates because I keep reminding people, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith are coming to town. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are coming for you. Like, there's one and after And then another. you have to go play C.D. Lamb and Brandon yep. Cooks. And then you have to go handle Mecole Hardman, Alan Lazard, and, of course, Rookie of the Year last year, Garrett Wilson. I don't want to be listening to Pats fans or talking heads saying that the New England Patriots are incapacitated and incarcerated, leading the fans to be inebriated. And this team is now inadequate or whatever the hell it would be. Somebody would make Thanks, it Mike up Tyson. on TV. <laughs> Some talking end would make it up and then everyone would roll with it. We'd hear it played five times a day on EEI and we'd say, oh, God, Belichick, these are issues you could have addressed in the offseason. Speaking of which, Andy, I agree depth is going to be an issue. My two negative storylines I had prepared just to make sure we didn't have any re- oh, that we didn't. I only asked for one and you have two. I, what is this well, negative? Hey, listen, I had to make sure I had a spare just in case there was that we got redunserated, if you will. I don't want any redundancy here. Mine were uh, the New England Patriots once again lack the weapons necessary to compete oh. in a charged-up AFC weapons or with offensive line a disaster. Mac Jones running for his life. So. Which of those two, I'll ask you this, which of those two 
over the next couple of weeks between training camp, the in-stadium practice, and their three pretend season games, one at home, two on the road. And both of those road games, by the way, feature joint practices, first with the Tennessee Titans and new almost bestie, DeAndre Hopkins. Bleep and then, him. of course, yeah, <laughs> Matt LeFleur uh, and uh, Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. So which of those two storylines, Patriots offensive line, uh, Pats will only go as far as the offensive line goes, and that's not very far, or Patriots weaponry lacking, Mac Jones uh, unarmed for season again. Which one do you think is the most likely? I think the line one is most concerning because I, I actually think, and we've talked a lot about this, you, yeah, you don't have DeAndre Hopkins, you don't have a number one, but you have some pretty good guys, pretty mm-hmm. good weapons that if you spin the wheel of contributors on a weekly basis and if most of them are healthy, I think you can get enough good performances. You can get Mac finding enough mm-hmm. guys. Sure. I'm worried about the offensive line position. If we're being honest, the tackle position, the offensive line is a significant concern. Heck, I'll throw Mike Onwenu in there just because he's starting camp on PUP. Now, I think he'll be ready to go. That's a, a formality, a technicality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's not great to be even dealing with that early on in training camp. So if anything derails this offense, I think it's probably because you can't, if the offensive line stinks, you you can't scheme it up really. Like if guys are getting their asses whooped on the tackle positions, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. let's keep an extra back in and let's keep a tight end in. Well, that kind of takes you out of your offense and and you don't have enough options. So if anything derails the positivity for this offense, I think it's the offensive line. I don't even know who the who the blocking tight end may be at this point, if they're even going to keep a if a Sokol makes the team or if it's going to be Ferkser or even the legend of Lumpkin, the former raging Cajun. Will a blocking tight end make this team to help execute Bill O'Brien's offense, the running game, et cetera? Are they going to need to keep guys in? Look, Gasicki's not known for being a blocker no. and Hunter Henry's not best served having to protect no. Mac Jones's backside because uh, the hobo rumble at right tackle or a. Uh, uh, an unengaged Trent Brown on the left side, if he's even healthy enough, hopefully enough, if he's healthy, healthy enough, can protect Mac on that side. If they're not blasting open holes and protecting Mac Jones long enough for him to actually execute a three, five or seven step drop, the season's going nowhere quickly. So those are our top predictions for the biggest takeaways and storylines. Does Mac, Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien return the Patriots offense to relevance, to competence and more? And the Patriots defense shines and carries the team once again. Or, unfortunately, the offensive line is a freaking disaster. And, hey, Belichick, how come you didn't get Mac Jones any more weapons or cornerbacks as well? What do you believe, Patriots fans, will be the top storylines of Pat's Camp 2023? Holler at your boys at Fitzy GFY and at Jumbo Hart. We're here. Any some sort of combination of us, maybe even sometimes producer Cooper Leonard, could be some other people from the WEI staff folding their way into breaking Boston. A little hot cup of Boston sports, the stories of the day to fill your cup and get you rolling as the diehard Boston sports super fan that you are. Please rate, review, subscribe, share, throw us a follow, holler at us when you get a chance. And hopefully, just hopefully, we're talking way more positive than negative during optimism season, as Andy Hart has called it, when Pat's camp opens on Wednesday, July 26, 2023. We'll see you there, fans.